0: Hello to all my children's writing friends, this is Laurie the Writer's Way podcast and welcome to a little piece of holiday joy. It's the 12, 12 Days of Marketing. There, writers, how are you today? Day nine, the ninth day of 12 Days of Marketing series here on the Writer's Way podcast. How are you doing? What are you thinking? Are you enjoying it? I was thinking about this yesterday and I was thinking... You know, I wonder if people are disappointed because they were maybe hoping for some magic, a magic pill, a magic bullet, however you want to say it, some magical way to market their books that they didn't know already. And what I'm guessing you found, if you've listened to me, is for the most part, you already knew, you already knew what you had to do. And it's the doing of it that is tricky, yes? I talked on day two about traffic. You build it, you buy it, or you borrow it. Today we're going to talk, actually tomorrow we're going to talk about that a little bit more about the borrowing. Today we're going to be talking about the building, but there's three ways to generate the traffic and then you just, you have to show up consistently. You have to be interesting and engaging and appealing and all that. And you have to direct people to your book. So you can be interesting as all get out, but if you never ever tell people that you wrote a book, that's not going to work. And if all you do is tell people that you write a book, that's not going to work. And, you know, I had somebody take my course last year, it was the marketing course, and he wrote to me after a couple months and he said, I think I found your secret. He said, you do it every day. You're consistent. You show up. He said, I think I've just realized, like, there's no magic. That's your secret. And so I'm just going to go ahead and apologize if you were hoping for some magical formula, spell, potion, whatever, because there isn't one. It really is about consistently showing up, trying different things to see what works for you and your audience. Because of course you want it to work for you and it has to work for your audience. You are to be speaking to your people who are capable of buying books. And and like that's all there is to it. So if you understand the different ways of getting traffic, if you try to do all three different ways, then you're going to cover all your bases and you're going to grow your following, grow your readership, make more sales. Sounds simple, but not magical. Simple, I guess, in theory, but you got to do it. Got to do the work. So that part's not always so simple. Okay, we will get off my soapbox. Today, we're going to talk about Pinterest. So I talked, I think it was day seven, about all the different social media channels, platforms that you could use. And Pinterest is one that we don't always think about because maybe we think, crafters for DIYers you know that kind of thing but it's actually a huge search engine and people use the pins they use it as a way a place to save ideas right it's like a giant virtual bulletin board you're pinning up your ideas to your bulletin board so that you can refer to them later you can go back and look you can remind yourself of that outfit or that book or that costume or that way to decorate your mantle for Halloween and for Christmas right so it's a place where people go to search for and save their ideas like that, just fun ideas, all kinds of ideas. But people also use it to search for and save solutions to problems they have, right? So how do I do this? Oh, here's one way. Here's another way. Here's another way. And they just want to save it so they could come back and look at it later. So if you think about the way that people use Pinterest, they use it to save their ideas and save their solutions. Now you have to work out how you're going to work your book into those two things that people do. The users of the platform do that. You need to provide your book in a way that makes it usable in an appealing way to them. Does that makes sense? So what is the purpose or the value of your book? Can you say it in one or two sentences concisely? Some people say, well, my book has no purpose. There's no lesson. There's no moral. There's no perceived value like that. I just want to make kids laugh or I want to tell a fun story so that kids like reading. Well, that, the benefit, that's the value of your book. So my book is written to give children who are reluctant to read an enjoyable read and make them want to read more. That was not the best, uh, copywriting, but you get the idea. If your book is just a really funny book, this book makes kids laugh, which makes them want to read more. Okay. So that can be a theme for sure. Making kids want to read more because there's a lot of reluctant readers. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk you through four steps for how to get started on Pinterest and you can get going right away because you can start by pinning other people's stuff. You don't have to start by creating your own. Okay. So step one, create a Pinterest account. (laughs) Surprise. This is a shocker. But make it a business account because they're actually pretty strict about this. So create an account. If you already have a personal account, you could turn it into a business account. Or you can keep your personal account and have a business account. Or on your business account, you can have secret boards. And that's what you could use for your personal stuff if you don't want like readers seeing that. Okay. Two, create boards. So think of them as a bulletin board. And so this bulletin board is my Christmas themed board. All things Christmas. It can be more specific than that. That's pretty general. But that's just an idea of how you can start. Here's my Christmas ideas, Christmas decorating, Christmas clothes, Christmas reading, Christmas gifts, Christmas gifts for the teens, Christmas gifts for the tweens, for the little wee ones, for the parents. Okay, so big, small, you decide, but create some boards. And this Christmas board that you create, it's a place for you to gather Christmas ideas. Or do you have a Christmas solution? Maybe the problem is, how am I going to decorate my mantel place for Christmas? (laughs) So in that, if you think about it like that, that is a solution if you're providing that. What gifts am I going to give to the four-year-old nephew when my kids are old and grown and I don't know what four-year-olds like anymore. Or I have all boys. What do girls like? So here's the Christmas gift idea for girls age four to six, six to eight, what have you. They can be general, they can be specific. So what will your book fit into is what I want to suggest. So if your book is a very girly book, they not they're not all, but if it is, then put it in a board with Christmas gifts for girls, ages, whatever age you have. Okay. What's that what that's gonna do? You're you're gonna put in, you know, other books, clothing maybe. Other toys, just depending on what your theme is, all kinds of stuff. So, people who are browsing Pinterest and looking for ideas for their, the girls in their lives might repin your pins or repin your whole board or, or do that. So, in that way, you're solving the solution for them and they're saving the solution. I hope that makes sense. I don't talk about Pinterest very much. So, I don't have all the lingo down, but step one was create the account and make it a business account. Step two is create boards and then decide on the themes and Start sharing some pins from other people into your boards. Make it all related to your board theme, of course. Step three is to actually create some pins now. So you can use PicMonkey or Canva. I think there are a lot of graphic type apps that you could use on your phone. I must be old because I don't like creating things on my phone. I like to type on a keyboard and it just doesn't work well for me. But some people are only working on their phones. So either or, you just pick what works for you. PicMonkey and Kava both have apps you can use. And I'm sure there's tons of other ones. I'm just, I don't use them, so I'm not familiar with names to recommend them to you. Your pins should be attractive, like visually attractive, appealing colors, appealing fonts. If you put text in them, you should put some text in them, but short and concise. So gifts for Christmas gifts for girls aged six to eight. That same pin, that same book could be in another board. Not Halloween, because it wouldn't be the same, but Birthday gifts for girls age 6 to 8. Kindergarten graduation presents for girls age 6 to 8. Well, that would be for age 5, but <laughs> do you get the idea? You can you can make similar, very similar pins and put them on different boards. They do need to be rectangular shaped. It's like a 2 by 3, so it's rectangular going vertically. Makes sense. And then when you post your own pins, include a link where people can buy Your book. And if you are a member of Amazon affiliate program, you can grab the affiliate link and put it in there. Chances of you becoming rich by using the affiliate link? (laughs) Not very good, but you can go in and look at those link clicks and see how much traction you're getting from Pinterest. So that's like a dual purpose. So you get five cents maybe if somebody buys your book. And you also can see how many people click that link. Okay. Does that make sense? I hope it does. Have some boards for, you know, like for Halloween. So you could make it all about Halloween when the time comes. Costume ideas treats party themes your halloween book maybe it's a spooky book if you have ideas for me other ideas great things you've done please share because this is not where i spend all my time so remember we talked i think day one or day two about building your author network if you're going to include another author's books Please tag them or send them a message. Hey, just letting you know I'm including your book here. So that does a couple of things. It ingratiates them to you. Oh, who's this person messaging me and sharing about my books for free? I love them. They're my new best friend. I'm going to go ahead and share their thing. At least what they'll probably do is share that board that you put their book on. They'll share it out, share it to their own Pinterest account, share it out with others, and then it will be seen more, right? And then it's just really nice. Like, have you ever looked on Pinterest and found your book on somebody's board and you didn't even know it was there? (laughs) I mean, it's nice. But it's also nice that if you're made aware of it, you can share it more and you can, you know, pat your own back a little bit. So so go ahead and let other authors know and grow your author network that way. Something else you could do on Pinterest is join boards. It's like group boards that other authors have made. It's like a group board. So there's lots of contributors to it. So you have to ask often to join those. So notice it's bloggers, moms, teachers, authors, whatever. You can also use hashtags. Don't use 30 hashtags. <laughs> You can use one or two hashtags. You can share your pins on your other social media platforms and vice versa. And I think that's the extent of my knowledge about Pinterest. Although I am trying to learn more because I do feel like this is a great platform. For one thing, pins have a really long life. When you think about Instagram or Facebook, it's kind of a a feed, like it scrolls vertically. And then once it's at the bottom, it's kind of gone, right? And so it's not exactly like that. But you can visually picture that in your head that it scrolls down, 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 and then it gets bumped off and it's gone. On Pinterest, now you're picturing bulletin boards, right? With all different pins and all different books and all different graphics. But they stay there. There There's no scrolling there's searching. So if I'm searching for Christmas books for girls six to eight, I don't know why I keep using that example, but there you go. If you have that in a few places, your board, somebody shared the board, Christmas ideas, Christmas gifts, Christmas theme, they're going to see it and they're going to see it next year too. So pins have a very long life, much better than our other social media channels. Okay, tomorrow I'm going to be talking about publicity, which is a way of borrowing traffic. Today we're talking about Pinterest. You are building some traffic on this Pinterest platform. Let me know what you thought. Are you already on Pinterest or are you motivated now to figure it out? Let me know. Talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>